Hello everyone and welcome to another episode from Saga Media. I'm your host Jeremy Bruce and in this episode it is called Paranormal Files where we are going to discuss paranormal experiences, ghostly encounters, and much more. It is the month of October and Halloween is coming up so I figured we would do quite a few episodes in regards to ghostly encounters, uh, you know, paranormal events, things of that nature, and my experience uh, with all of the above. Uh, just so you know, I actually had experience as a hobby of mine for about almost 10 years where I was a co-founder and, and, and I ran a group uh, out of Pittsburgh. We had a couple different names, but Spooks Pittsburgh was our last one. And we, uh, we actually got the opportunity to, to investigate quite a few places across the United States. And what was very intriguing about these places was not only were some of them haunted, and we did catch a lot of evidence, but we actually took in a lot of equipment. We had uh, quite a few in our group that, that were enthusiasts uh, and, and the paranormal experience and the paranormal and everything in between. Um, plus, we got to see a lot of really cool historic places in the areas and the back rooms of places where you're a normal guest in these restaurants and taverns and bed and breakfasts and other types of um Types of experiences you just wouldn't have if you didn't get to investigate it. Um, before we get started, though, we are on uh, YouTube, Saga Media. Um, we do have a uh, link, and we will put these in our, our YouTube channels, but you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Please uh, go to all those channels, like, subscribe, join, and um, we'd really appreciate the support as we, uh, we're working pretty hard on putting a lot of good content on there, everything from entrepreneurial experiences, business, finance, um, paranormal, murder mystery, and uh, and quite a bit more. So as we get started, I'm going to uh, talk about uh, my first experience here was actually in St. Augustine, Florida. If you've ever been to St. Augustine, it's the most historic town, the oldest town in America. It's a gorgeous place, and it's kind of a two-in-one. You have like a historical, southern historical district um, where there's shops and there's a lot of bed and breakfast. There's there's a um, a, a fort that was built back in the 1500s. Um, lots of battles went on. The city had literally had multiple wars prior to the United States, even remotely getting close to being the United States, as this was Spanish territory back then. Um, you've this the city's been burned down up and you know back and forth. Um, there's some really Interesting and spooky cemeteries where some of these graves go back to the 1600s. Um, there's a jail that was back, I believe, almost 300 year plus years old. So, and there's there's the world renowned St. Augustine Lighthouse, which um, is a uh, a favorite to many. Um, 218 ste- steps up, and if you follow the show Ghost Hunters um, that used to be on, they they did an episode where. They claimed, and there would look like video evidence of a ghost back and forth, but that lighthouse definitely uh, is is most likely haunted. Um, I would say, and and so it's it's just it's a really cool town. You know, on the other side, you 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 go across. There's there's a beach town. It's kind of separate from there, so you kind of get the best of both worlds, where you have beach area which goes down A one A, and you're right on um, the Atlantic, but then you're in town where you uh you can really experience some. Some really cool history, a lot of good restaurants. It's just, it's one of the coolest towns in America, but it's also the oldest and, in my opinion, one of the most haunted. So, St. Augustine was on one of our lists, and there's a couple of different um, episodes I want to talk about, but 
you know, first things first is, you know, my experience with St. Augustine is I went there in 2008, got to do some lighthouse tours and the, the generic uh, ghost tour that you walk around and they talk about history and things that happened, but it really wasn't like an actual investigation, paranormal investigation. So in January of 2012, I got to do a uh, vacation there and we actually had stopped by, we were walking down A1A, headed into town from our hotel, just wanted to kind of experience, and we looked over at a nice bed and breakfast that did breakfast as well to the open public, and at the time it was called Miss Caroline's Inn. Um, since then, it's actually closed down, and it's been turned into a Christmas store, uh, Perky Pelican's uh, Christmas Shop, um, which I've talked to the owners a few times over the last couple of years, and... Um, the significance about this building is, and I found out later that this was one of you know a lot of structures they've redone to make it look from you know the 14, 15, 1600s, 1700s style. But th- this building actually is an original structure. A lot of these have been rebuilt because again, the town had been literally burned down a few different occasions um, just because of the wars and the skirmishes that had taken place uh, through many you know many of the years. So. This particular bed and breakfast, really cute place. Um, that's no longer a bed and breakfast anymore. But at the time, went to breakfast, and as we were, uh, you know, from when we were eating, we talked. We were the only ones there at the time. They had no guests either. All the guests had already checked out in the morning, and the owner at the time of this, Miss Caroline's Inn, we talked to her and said, you know, may we go look around? We're paranormal investigators. We had just some equipment, you know, cameras. I believe we had like an EM, or EVP um, reader and whatnot and, and some smaller uh, ghost hunting equipment, but we didn't pack the whole thing because that's not why we were there. But we knew we were going to actually go on a couple ghost tours. And so in the morning we went through, took some pictures, you know, pictures in the mirrors, you know, recorded, had, an, had a recorder with us, um, things of that nature. So later that night, after we had explored the town and did a lot of, um, you know, activities and whatnot, we had met up with my sister and we had planned a hearse tour with a local, um, local ghost, uh, hunting, uh, or ghost experience, um, company that was in town, bought tickets. Let's do a hearse tour. It would be, it would be pretty cool. Get to ride in a horse, get to go and tell ghost stories and hear about a, a couple of locations. We had gone to cemeteries and a couple other things, but, the main attraction was we were going to do a paranormal investigation at an old bed and breakfast. So we pull up, and it happens to be the place we were at early in the morning, Miss Caroline's Inn. So we were like, wow, the, the lady that was driving the hearse, who was the, the tour guide, she, we had told her we, we were here this morning for breakfast. How odd. So as we, we, we started getting out of the car, um, our tour guide um, had stated that she was a medium, um, allegedly. And so... You know, you kind of take that with a grain of salt. Is she really a medium? Is she not? But, you know, time will tell. As soon as she got out of the car, um, and we all pulled up. And we were literally had pulled up and didn't even get out yet. We had had our um, EVPs on and whatnot. And, and things started kind of going crazy immediately. Like the lights started blinking and started going all the way up to red. If you've ever seen one of some of those devices, I mean, they're used by electricians to find where if there's any hot wires in walls, behind walls, things like that. And so um, if you ever held it up to anything electrical, the, the light goes up, up, you know, goes from green and one light and all the way up to yellow and red. And there's different companies that make them. There's different variations of them. But the one that we had at the time um, 
was at the time like the most popular one, but it had been going off pretty. It was steady, and then when we pulled up, the thing actually went pretty crazy, and 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 it was lighting itself up. So as we pull up, the tour guide, who was our medium, she had stated to my sister or to one of us, she said, "Who here is a, you know, who here is a caretaker?" Because I'm getting a, a, somebody's talking about there's a caretaker that's showing up. And so whoever had crossed, you know, came through to her had stated that. And we thought that was pretty odd because it, my sister was a caretaker. And right away she said, I'm the caretaker. You know, and, and, and the, the tour guide had not told us who was coming through and whatnot. But that was just a very odd question as soon as we pulled up from the, from the tour guide who was driving this hearse. And so as we got out, we went in. There was another tour guide with... I believe a couple or maybe four people. There wasn't many of us, I believe in total. There might have been six or seven of us at the time, plus two tour guides. So we got to go in. They told the stories about the the, the building and what it had been over the years. All of us got to enjoy a really good glass of wine you could buy and whatnot. It was kind of a part of the part of the guide, and and we sat down in in, in the main room and and talked about you know what ghosts were there, what had happened in the history, and um everything in between. So from what I recall, you know, the stories was that the place was haunted, that there had been potentially a little girl, there had been a teenage girl, um, and that there was a, uh, a a man named Mr. Kennedy, um, who frequented the house. So, um, from there, as we started, you know, conducting our investigations and as they call it, ghost hunting, um, we started to go upstairs and, Right away, I mean, things were, were, were starting to happen. I mean, noises were happening. We heard just sounds upstairs that weren't. I mean, I've done probably 60 different investigations. And up until this point, I would say I'd had at least a dozen or two, you know, close to anywhere from 10 to 20 investigations. And at that time, we'd only had a handful that actually we, we, we felt that the places we were at were actually haunted and we had actually caught anything. Um, majority of them were pretty much duds, or at least nothing happened when we were there, and I couldn't tell you if it was haunted or not haunted. Right away, we knew this place, something was, was different and special about this place. So as we went upstairs, um, our tour guide started, she was the one conducting a lot of the, the conversation, and they had used, there was like a, it's like a laser pointer, but they call it, um, she would call it stars, because the little girl who we had spoken about earlier, her name was Molly, and Molly liked to play with the stars. So it's like a laser pointer that actually turns, you know, there's a box or like a different attachment on the top that turns it into, looks like the whole thing is lit up with stars. And generally you would get why they would use those is they're all of the lasers that go on the wall. So it's not just one, it's about 50 or 100 or maybe 300 of them going on a wall or on a ceiling. And why paranormal investigation investigators would use that is because generally if you put that up there you can see something come through those 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 lasers because it's a grid it's a big grid of of lasers and so it was very unique and at the time i mean we had been investigating for probably six years i would say five or six years at that point but this was a new every couple years something comes out new and some of them are gimmicky and some of them are actually pretty cool and it's just the advancement in different technologies that are used and uh, trying to catch, you know, a scientific way of, I guess, trying to catch um, potentially a ghost and a, or, and or spirit. So, you know, they had started playing, uh, you know, with that and they put it up there and 
we had a recording on that we were recording her talking and um out of nowhere the, as she's talking about calling out Molly would you like to come and play then the tour guide who was ours speaking she asked if Molly would like to come out and play and then she paused and she said I heard that and so we all looked at each other and thought that this this woman was was crazy and so we said we didn't hear anything so as we 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 continued on with our our investigation, you know, there were some, some things that were starting to happen and whatnot, but we started, we went down, we took pictures. There was some other mirrors that we saw. There was one in particular that was in a hallway, but facing the front of the house, almost next to the front door. Um, the building's been kind of reshaped and walls have been taken out and whatnot to give more space. So it's not set up the same way, but down this hallway at the end, there was this really older, unique chair that happened to have um, almost like something that came out of like a, like a royal palace, but it, it was a, it was kind of like a, a, a king's chair, but the, you know, it was very fancy, like had a red type of like felt for a cushion, but then in gold handles that curved down, but it was real tall in the back and, and in the back, the back of the chair was a mirror. So you would, if you were sit to sit in it, which I don't know if anybody really would, because the back of it, when you'd lean back is literally a tall oval mirror. So we took some pictures of there. I mean, we were probably five or six feet from it. But, you know, from there, you know, a couple of little experiences here and there. And like I said, noises, sounds like that. But um, we hadn't really, from that experience, could say, yeah, I mean, I think something was going on. We had the feeling. I, it was very odd, but it was nothing that was threatening or over the top while we were there. So a few days later, this, uh, this you know, our vacation ended. And we get home, and we are looking and reviewing our uh, pictures that we had caught and and sound. And when I when I was called to the upstairs uh, office to look at, hey, uh, you want to take a look at this? I think we got something that's just unbelievable, and I can't explain. First was the pictures um, of the morning where I had taken pictures in separate mirrors up in these bedrooms, and you clearly see almost like a purple cylinder almost like a little little oval uh all purple dark purple in the mirror and as i was snapping like one two three four you can see this this little as they call them orbs in the paranormal world and i never really took orbs to be very serious because most orbs are literally just light flashes from your camera or reflection or dust or things like that but this was different this wasn't a white or a flash or a light colored really light colored this was a dark purple cylinder almost like a mini ufo would have been flying through uh the air but as the you know i think it was about three or four or five pictures you can kind of go through them and you see this little or um purple glowing circle or, or oval cylinder get closer to me in the last picture it's literally going into like where my hip the side of my hip is which is very uh unique um outside of that i don't know that we really caught too many anything else during the day but at night when we were there for the actual paranormal investigation with our tour guide uh, we did the, the the most astonishing thing that we ever caught was a uh a, a gentleman as i said earlier his name was mr kennedy is what they would call him and you clearly see in this mirror with the chair because again we were taking that picture probably about five I don't know, five, six, maybe seven feet away. And when we were looking at it, we saw each other in the reflection. 
But when we got home, and we've posted this on all of our uh, websites, for, and it's still up today at spookspittsburgh.com or our Facebook page, Spook Pittsburgh, or our Instagram, Spooks Pittsburgh. I mean, we haven't done any paranormal for quite some time, a few years, but you can look back and see these, these, this photo. Well, this particular photo has a man in the mirror. And there's one where it's blown up but not circled, and then we even did one where we did a, a, a circle where you pointed it out to make it clear. But if you look at this clearly on a laptop or a computer, it's harder to see on a cell phone, but even on a cell phone you can see it. it I mean, it's plain as day that there was a man in the mirror. And I remember the feeling when it like hit me and I saw this man. He was sideways in the mirror. He had a gray, you can see it like a kind of like a Civil War era hat. I don't want to say it was a hat for the Confederates or the Union, but it was that style of hat, the way the brim sat and the way it sat. But you could see his gray hairline. He was sideways. So we were looking at him, and he was looking, I would say, uh, east. And his back was to, if you went east to west, he was looking east and or on the right side if you're looking at the mirror. And it was very, it was just so... It was a creepy picture because it was when you really caught it, you can see the detail in his face. His eyes looked like there was none, but you could see the sockets, his whole face, his whole body on the side, the side of him, the hand, the shoulders, the body it went down. Um, you can clearly see uh, like the facial. It was really distinct with the way the facial lines were. And so I remember looking at that, and right away, once it hit me, I mean, my the first time ever doing this, and I'd been doing it for about five or six years at the time, and any piece of evidence that I caught or any experience were my, the hair on my neck. I mean, I got the chills immediately. I just couldn't believe that. I was a skeptic for many, many years because we just never found anything. And when I caught this picture, I mean, that really is the point where it turned around and I became a believer in some sort of energy or paranormal or, like, spiritual energy that's still left on this earth that there is something that's still there and this was like the turning point for me of actually becoming a believer because we had investigated for so many years and there were some noises and bangs and whatnot here and some maybe in pictures but nothing was this definitive and nothing made my uh, hair stand up and my I get goosebumps it was just it was a chilling but also exciting because I said oh my goodness we, we finally caught something and so as you know, we go, we're going through the rest of the evidence. I mean, this, this man was clearly in the mirror and you can see it. You can see his hand, the desk. You can even say, see like another scene in that reflection where there's a mirror or, or I'm sorry, a, a small window in the mirror behind him. So it's almost like you're looking into a scene where he's standing sideways by a desk that happens to have a little window where you didn't see was our reflection. I mean, we were standing there, and when I took the picture, our reflection was there. You didn't see the reflection. You just saw this man. And so that's where it really became, you know, where's ours? Blowing it up, trying to find it. Were we distorted within this picture of, uh, you know, or, or, or caught entity that was, uh, you know, a spiritual entity that was in, in the mirror? Um, you couldn't see us at all. There was no reflection of us. It was just this man. So that was just, I mean, mind-blowing. So then we get over to the audio, and... If you remember the part where we were upstairs and we were doing an EVP session and we were all sitting down and, and our tour guide was the one talking. Their tour guide really didn't say much, but we were working with the laser stars or the grid on the wall. And when she said, you know, Molly, would you like to come and play? When we, I told you that we heard her say, I heard that. And all of us looked around at the time like, what the hell did you hear? We didn't hear anything. And so 
our playback of the audio when we were recording uh, the session through audio and, and on a video. So we have a video recorder and an audio. So the video is recording with obviously video and sound, and we have an audio only. This showed up on both, where the moment the tour guide said, Molly, would you like to come and play? Instantly after you hear a deep voice, uh, it sounds in the other room, she likes to play over here. And that's what it sounded like. And I remember hearing that, and just again, I, I was just blown blown away. I said, I can't believe that happened, and we were sitting right there. We got it on both the video and the audio. So it was, um, that that video is also on our YouTube channel, our Spooks Pittsburgh YouTube channel, and, and we'll even, might even upload it on there or put a link to it when we do our in-studio talk about paranormal. But uh, those two pieces of evidence are just undeniable that, that something else is there. I mean, we didn't hear that voice uh, sitting right there. All of us were in a circle within a foot of each other, almost touching shoulder to shoulder. It was like this big circle of us, and it was a small bedroom, and, and nobody else was in the other room because the other tour guide, which was a man, was literally sitting next to me. And so playing that back over and over, and it clearly she likes to play over here. Right immediately when she said, Molly, would you like to come and play? And so um, that was that. And from what when we showed the picture, so fast forward, we we, we go back and I, I visit there and I go in and it's not Miss Caroline's in anymore. It had closed down. Um, and years later, we, uh, we take a visit. I take, you know, uh, a few of us go down, and, and this is in 2019. So that was in 2012. This is in 2019. So I go in and I say, I've been wanting to, I go right to the owner. Are you the owners of the Christmas shop? And they said, yes. I said, I've been wanting to talk to you for quite a few years now. And I said, I have some evidence of a man that was in a mirror here. And we did a paranormal investigation. What was that? Five, six, seven years earlier, 2012. And she right away they said, that's Mr. Kennedy. Before I even showed her, she's like, he's here all the time. We live upstairs. Um, they live in the top floor. Mr. Kennedy's here. And I said, Molly still makes visits quite frequently as well. So they knew who both of those people or spirits were. I showed the picture and right away they knew it was him. They said they've seen him. He walks, he stands on the top of the stairs as you come into the uh, to, to the front door. Um, he's still wearing those same outfits. This is the clothes that either he died in or were his favorite outfit that somewhere wherever he stuck is, is, is the appearance that still comes in. Now, with the, the Molly, she never came through uh, the day, or at least we never really caught any evidence proving that Molly came through. But um, the current owners there who are just absolutely really nice people and wonderful people. And you could talk to them all, not only about Christmas ornaments and, and, and Christmas artifacts, because it is a Christmas store. Uh, and it's a beautiful and wonderful Christmas store. And they have amazing things there. So if you were in St. Augustine, not just to go see the ghost, you know, Mr. Kennedy or Molly, go and go and shop there because it's they have some really nice stuff for, for Christmas. And they're a year-round Christmas place. So um, they... they uh, the, the the owners were just um they almost when I brought brought up the and I showed the evidence, they were just so kind of happy go lucky, lackadaisical about it in, in a in a good way. They just were calm and they said, Yeah, we we've seen this all the time. I mean, others have presented similar pictures and, and video and audio and whatnot, but we were just like, Wow, you know, so and you're like, Yeah, they are here all the time. We we have interactions with them pretty frequently. So it's it was it was pretty cool to have them so calm, cool, and collective about it. They live there. They 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 
they've witnessed it, so we weren't crazy. And when I showed the picture and played the audio, they said, yeah, that's absolutely Mr. Kennedy. Um, they had showed us some stuff about Molly, and there are some pretty vivid pictures that I don't know that are, you could deny that there's not something there, a little girl, or, or what the spiritual energy or remnants is that are left over of an energy of a, of a spirit of, of, of Molly, you know, from that building. But um, it's a very interesting place to go, and it was one of the best paranormal experiences we ever had. And it's in, it's somewhere where every time I'm gonna, I visit St. Augustine, Florida, I'm going to tell you I'm going to take a visit and every time tell the guests and talk with the owners about that story. So if you ever get a chance to go to St. Augustine, Florida, you must uh, visit the uh, Perky Pelicans Christmas Shop, which used to be Miss Caroline's Inn. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's a really cool experience and, and, and talk with the owners because they'll, they'll really appreciate talking about Mr. Kennedy and Molly the Ghost. So this uh, wraps up our episode of Paranormal Files uh, from Saga Media. And I uh, thank you for, for listening and hearing that. And we'll, uh, we'll have a couple more episodes coming up here soon. Thank you, everybody, and have a wonderful day.